In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about something that is literally called the broken heart syndrome. Hey guys, what's up? This is Sean from the Nurse Dose Podcast. I am a six-year CVICU nurse, and in those six years, I had only seen this syndrome once. So what we're going to be talking about today is called broken heart syndrome, apical balloon syndrome, and taco subo syndrome. And like I kind of alluded to already, this is a pretty rare syndrome. And it might be rare in the fact that it only happens to certain people, or it may be rare in the fact that it's just not diagnosed as readily as it probably should be. But basically what this syndrome is, is a uh, reaction to an emotional, physical, stressful uh, event that this person undergoes, which then causes a stunning of the left ventricle. Now it doesn't cause a complete stunning of the left ventricle as the basal part of the left ventricle still contracts, but it causes the apical and mid segments of the left ventricle to almost be paralyzed. And what this causes is when the basal segment contracts, it leads to a ballooning of the lower segments of the left ventricle. And this causes the heart to almost look like a squid swimming through water. Um, and that is why it is also called takosubo because that is a Japanese term that is referencing squids. And so, like I said, this is usually brought on by some sort of stressor, like emotional, physical, um, but just a few of the examples that are given is something like severe pain, a car accident, a really bad argument, financial loss, public speaking, you know, anything like that, even a surprise party or <laughs> any other sudden surprise can send you into this thing that is uh, symptomatically almost the same as a heart attack. So this is just really insane on what kind of syndrome this is. It's something that pretty much mimics a myocardial infarction, but uh, it comes with no blockages of the coronaries or anything like that. And it doesn't really cause any ischemia. It's really just that uh, akinesis or hypokinesis of those lower portions of the left ventricle. Now, the thing is, this doesn't happen to everybody. And to be frank, this only happens to one to 2% of people who initially present with symptoms of myocardial infarction. So this should be in the differential diagnosis when someone is working up a patient with symptoms like dyspnea, chest pain, and ST elevation. Um, because the people who get this syndrome, who get apical ballooning syndrome, have those symptoms that are the exact same as myocardial infarction. Now, the really weird thing is the population of people that actually get this syndrome. Now, 90% of the people who get Takotsubo or apical ballooning syndrome are women, um, and they are usually between the ages of 58 to 75. And the other weird thing is we do not know what causes it. Nobody knows what causes it. There's some hypotheses out there, but um, for the most part, we do not know the pathophysiology of Takotsubo. And 
for that reason, it's really hard to um, predict who's going to get it and why people get it. Um, but the hypothesis going right now is something since it's 90% of women who are usually postmenopausal, um, the hypothesis is that it's due to a withdrawal of estrogen. And I don't know enough about those mechanisms to speak on why that would do anything with the heart, but that is the growing, um, hypothesis. And then there's, um, things about microvascular spasms, which cause a slight elevation in troponin, and maybe that has something to do with it. But it's just very strange that 90% of the cases um, observed are in women. And what's crazy is a lot of these patients will actually be taken to the cath lab and will get a left heart cath and will um, realize that they have no blockages in their coronaries. So really, the only way to really differentiate this from a um, myocardial infarction is if you do go to cath lab and you see that there is no um, blockages. And in there, you will be able to see the hypokinesis, but also if they order an um, echo that shows that there is hypokinesis in those two segments of the left ventricle. Because like I said, um, the people presenting with this syndrome almost have identical symptoms as those of myocardial infarction. That includes um, chest pain, that is like angina, um, you have dyspnea, you can have ST segment elevation. Um, so there's really no reason for people to assume that it is anything else, especially when this occurs one to 2% of the time. So um, if it is possible to get an echo on a patient, a rapid echo, uh, before going to cath lab without uh, delaying any care, uh, that is what is suggested. But um, that is not really in the minds of people whenever these things are happening. Because usually if there is an increase in troponins and there is uh, increased ST elevation, usually the answer is to go straight to the cath lab. So what do these patients look like clinically whenever they are on the floor or on the ICU, um, what do they look like in terms of their hemodynamics and their presentation? So in many cases, these patients actually seem pretty fine hemodynamically. Um, a lot of them will keep their blood pressure and um, not really require any support, but there is the rare occasion that uh, the way that the heart is pumping could lead to some obstruction uh, some outflow track um, obstruction caused by the hypokinesis and causing uh, or from the mitral valve regurgitation that kind of is associated with this. Um, and that will cause a decrease in stroke volume along with just the weird pumping of the left ventricle. So sometimes these patients do need to be on some kind of supports for blood pressure, um, be it, you know, Levo or any kind of presser like that. Now, these patients are at risk for congestive heart failure as well. And so if that is the case and you're noticing some kind of backup into the lungs, it's recommended you give some kind of diuretic to kind of uh, decrease that preload and offload the heart in that way. Now, there is also a chance of developing cardiogenic shock, which we all know how to treat, um, be it inotropes or mechanical assistance. And that is a very small percentage of the people that get this syndrome. 
Um, but in terms of the general management of this syndrome is the recommended treatment is to give some kind of beta blocker due to the catecholamine release that initially causes this syndrome to occur. And then it is also recommended that these patients stay on some kind of beta blocker to prevent this from happening in the future because you don't want this person who maybe got surprised and went into taco subo to get surprised again and go into another round of it. Um, generally, these patients go back to a full recovery within a month with no intervention except for the supportive interventions that we had just talked about. But overall, this syndrome is pretty benign, although pretty scary. Um, it is something that a lot of people don't even know exists. I didn't even know it existed until my third year of nursing uh, when somebody showed me the um, echo of a patient who had it. And it's just crazy to me that you can actually be scared or surprised or put in a stressful situation that puts you in a place where you have symptoms that are like a heart attack. But even so, the incidence is really rare and it's something that has been treated pretty successfully in 90% of patients. So it's not something to be extremely worried about, but it is something to keep an eye on during your practice in case you have one of those weird cases where the patient is presenting with these symptoms, but there is no blockages and um, they are having some kind of hemodynamic compromise. Um, this would definitely be something to look into if you had a patient like that or to ask the doctor if they think this is a possibility for those patients. Anyways, guys, that's all I have for you on this episode. Um, like I said, this was a very weird syndrome to learn about, but um, also pretty cool at the same time, knowing that uh, something like this can be taken care of in the ICU uh, without very major repercussions. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed. If you all have any questions or comments, you can get a hold of me through my website, through my Instagram, or through my TikTok. Um, website is www.nursedose.org. You can find me on TikTok at nursedose, and you can find me on Instagram at nursedoseofficial. All right, guys, um, I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.